2: Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
3: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Former President Trump was on the stump in Waco, Texas on Saturday. He told the enthusiastic crowd, the real problem for America is not China, but career politicians in this country. Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi,
4: Schumer, Biden, Justice Department, because that's poisoning our country. I can do things with China. I made the greatest trade deal in history with China.
3: Mr. Trump says he's the only hope of the GOP in 2024. Gordon Moore, the Intel Corporation co-founder, has passed away at the age of 94. He said the breakneck pace of progress in the digital age with a 1965 prediction of how fast engineers would double the capacity of computer chips. And they have kept up. This is SRN News.
2: Dennis Prager explains the left's strategy.
3: Manufactures hysteria is to keep people frightened so that they can do more things to control your life. The alleged existential threat of carbon dioxide to human life is another hysteria. If they don't control you, they feel that they have an empty life.
2: The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
5: Free to fan club members get premium content and on-demand access to their favorite local shows by clicking podcasts at am1280thepatriot.com. That's podcasts at am1280thepatriot.com. You'll have access of deep archives of interviews, conversations of the big happenings of the week, and other hot topics and important issues. That's podcasts at am1280thepatriot.com. Look at your weather forecast, high of 40 degrees, sunny skies for your afternoon. Tonight's low reaching 23.
6: Portions of this program may have been pre recorded.
1: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network.
2: Here is The Closer, Brad Carlson.
6: Hey, I am 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls 651 289 4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag Narn Show. A That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag Narn Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And feel free to follow along the broadcast via live stream. Our good friend Gary from War Road always likes to check in and says hello from War Road. Well, hello to you too, Gary. Thanks as always for your support, sir. And thank you for tuning in. Yeah, I was away on assignment last week, but my uh, sincere thanks to Liz Collin for filling in. Uh, Liz, of course, formerly of WCCO-TV, now with Alpha News, and we were honored to join by be joined by Liz on our election night broadcast. She and uh, Kendall Qualls joined Mitch, Jack, and myself. Uh, phenomenal night broadcast, even though the results left a lot to be desired if you're a Republican voter. But uh, nevertheless, it was great to be joined by a pro like Liz. And I I, I touted her appearance yesterday. You know, I was away on a family vacation uh, last Sunday, and I remembered Sunday morning to say, hey, I'm away on assignment, but... Shows in great hands with Liz Collin, and uh, Liz is like, I don't know about great hands, and uh, I had to tell her, "Oh, Liz, you're way too modest." She's a pro's pro, and got nothing but uh, great feedback uh, on on her broadcast filling in for me last week. For some reason, a lot of people were walking around calling me Wally Pip after that broadcast. Uh, I have no idea what that means. I'm kidding, of course. I know what the I know what the Wally Pip reference means. Uh, For those of you who are not sports fans, Wally Pipp was uh, in 1925, played for the New York Yankees, sat out a game because of injury, was replaced by Lou Gehrig, and Lou Gehrig didn't miss a game for like the next 14 years. All right, so no, it's nothing like that because I'm back, obviously, but uh, again, appreciate Liz Collin for filling in. Uh, I got a chance to listen to some of the first hour via podcast, so I'll have to catch the rest of the show because from what I understand, it was power packed. Uh, That is for certain, but. I do want to get to some news uh, this first hour. Obviously, a lot of last week was the anticipation that former President Donald Trump was going to be arrested uh, after an indictment was allegedly going to be hand down, handed down by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Now, last weekend, Trump took to his Truth Social—I'm not on Truth Social. I don't know if you, any of you all are— um, You know, free speech is great and all that, but I see a lot of these uh, truth social posts that Trump puts out. It kind of looks like somebody clips out letters out of a magazine and compiles a ransom note, um, which I guess isn't totally unlike what his tweets used to be. But apparently Trump put out a tweet like, oh, my God, I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. The uh, political witch hunt continues with uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, my supporters need to take to the streets and protest this miscarriage of justice or you know I I'm not reading the truth uh post I'm just kind of paraphrasing what uh what I had read. But basically Trump is telling his ardent supporters to get out there and protest because this is just an over the top political witch hunt. And with that, I I'll just say this, Trump's not wrong. Trump's not wrong because this is a this is of course has to do with Trump allegedly paying off porn star Stormy Daniels to keep hush-hush their affair that they had back when Trump's current wife, Melania, was pregnant. So this would have been probably 2006 timeframe, I imagine. And Trump paid her off because, you know, when he was going to run for president in 2016, if she came out and told the story, this may possibly undermine Trump's you know, candidacy for president. And this had been taken on by, you know, this was a, uh, you know, Andrew McCarthy talked about this at National Review. This case was um, unworthy as a prosecution of Trump because federal prosecutors walked away from it years ago. Uh, And Alvin Bragg himself walked away from it. But, of course, he was under pressure from these uh, progressive Democrats. So this was, Clearly a political stunt, political prosecute, naked partisanship. And for that, Trump was right. But it's also a case, and again, this is uh, from Andrew McCarthy's piece, that everyone knows Bragg would never bring against anyone other than Trump. Crime is rampant in New York, in part because Bragg's default position is leniency and often non-prosecution when it comes to hardened criminals. Here, the case of falsifying business records against Trump is, at best, a nonviolent misdemeanor that is stale and that could be inflated into a felony only by theories that are legally and factually dubious. And some of Trump's most ardent detractors have come out and said, this is a nothing broker. There's plenty to get Trump on. I mean, they, I I. I I imagine the Department of Justice is still weighing whether they even bother to charge Trump with a crime for his alleged role in the January 6th, 2021 riots. Of course, the Jan six committee saying it was a uh, insurrection uh, looking to uh, undermine democracy. And I don't know if they're still considering bringing charges against Trump or how serious they are, but whatever. So there's still a lot of things to get Trump on, his, his opponents will claim. But this is a big nothing burger. And if anything, those people who desperately do not want to see Trump president again, they're just throwing up their hands and saying, my God, you're making him in a, almost into a sympathetic character. Because people who can actually walk and chew gum at the same time could say Trump is unfit for president, and that's true. But this is a nakedly partisan political witch hunt. And that's true. And people are saying you're, you're, you're just going to get his supporters all fired up again. Do you really want to elevate him into a position where he could be the Republican nominee and possibly win the presidency again? Now, I, I'm on the record as saying even if he is the nominee in 2024, he'll lose again. That's why I don't want him to be the, nomina, the nominee. I got plenty of criticisms for Trump. I've laid them out here ad nauseum and we will probably lay them out here in the next couple of segments. But the one criticism I have is he can't be nominee because he'll lose. He will lose. Period. End of story. And even if he somehow would have a chance to win, I still wouldn't want him to be the candidate because he can only serve one term. I want a candidate, a Republican candidate, who can serve two terms. There's a lot to undo here. Well, be that as it may, uh, Trump had his criticisms of the Manhattan DA of course but you know what you know Trump's ultimate litmus test is you know what you need to show you need to genuflect before me you need to show loyalty to me that's Trump's big thing loyalty test and Ron DeSantis you know the uh the the governor of Florida who's only benefiting from the work his predecessors Rick Scott and Charlie Crist did before him he needs to really come out and and speak out against this if he if he is to be a serious presidential candidate, which he's not because he's only riding the coattails of Charlie Crist and Rick Scott, so says Donald Trump. Honest to God, Donald Trump at his Waco rally yesterday, his Waco, Texas rally yesterday, said that Charlie Crist was a more effective governor than Ron DeSantis. But yet, Ron DeSantis is supposed to genuflect, kiss Trump's ring. Well, uh, inevitably, Ron DeSantis was asked about this particular indictment where Trump was supposed to be arrested on Tuesday. Tuesday came and went, didn't happen. Grand jury, I think, declined to meet later in the week. And so, I, you know, I don't think Trump is savvy enough to come out and try to help up his supporters to get them out there and, and, and really support him and go after DeSantis and do his do his dirty work. I don't think he's politically savvy enough. I think Trump as is Trump's want, takes a little nugget and kind of extrapolates it and exaggerates it and blows it up into something that isn't. I don't think he was ever going to be arrested, okay? But the fact that there were rumblings that he could be indicted, or at least these charges were being revisited, you know, he decided to make mountains out of molehills. And for Donald Trump to tell his supporters to take to the streets and protest, do we really want to go there after what happened January 6, 2021? I'm all for peaceable assembly. I'm all for protesting within the bounds of not violating other people's rights, i.e. vandalizing their personal property. Okay? So for Donald Trump to come out and say, "Ah, I need my supporters to take to the streets and protest this miscarriage of justice, that's probably not a good idea. When Marjorie Taylor Greene, okay, one of Trump's biggest bobos is, is, is going out there and saying, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. You know you've probably gone a little too far. So I say all that to say, uh, Spencer, if we have cut number one ready. So inevitably, Ron DeSantis was going to be asked about uh, Trump and this uh, potential indictment, because assuming it's assumed that Ron DeSantis will one day get into the 2024 presidential race. So cut number one, here is Ron DeSantis' reaction. Do we have that? I don't I don't remember what the uh, press conference was or what this was, uh, what was going on uh, at at this particular get together in Florida. But Ron DeSantis did have the attention of the media. So cut number one, Ron DeSantis.
2: Trump indictment. And if you have any role in it, um, if charges are brought on him, will you have any role in extradition to
7: New York? So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The the Manhattan district attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. And so he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors he says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the, sc- the, the crime rate go up and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over John some type Christ of alleged Bible. affair. I just I can't speak to that. <laughs> but what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. I also think it's important to point out when you're talking about these Soros-funded prosecutors, yes, they may do a high-profile politicized prosecution, uh, and that's bad. But the real victims are ordinary New Yorkers, ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. They ignore crime. And they empower criminals. And that hurts people. It hurts a lot of people every single day. The Soros district attorneys are a menace to society. And I'm just glad that I'm the only governor in the country that's actually removed one from office during my tenure.
6: All right. That, uh, from a political standpoint, that couldn't have been a more perfect response. He highlights his own record, criticizes, yeah, this is a political witch hunt. And, yeah, it shouldn't happen. But... Uh, as Guy Benson said at his town hall piece, the kind of underlying message was, do we really, truly want to go with this guy again? I mean, I, you know, by the way, I'm over here uh, working alongside my wife and young children without any sordid allegations like this weighing me down as baggage. I mean, that, that was a perfect response. Uh, criticizing the indictment as being a nothing burger While also point, while also pointing out, again, somewhat subtly, you know what? This wouldn't be happening if certain former presidents didn't pay hush money to certain porn stars. I can't speak to what goes into that, but we wouldn't even be talking about this were were this not cropped up. So perfect response from uh, DeSantis. And, of course, not good enough for Trump and his performative leg humpers. So we will come back and talk a little bit more about that and be here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
2: in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
4: Want a place where your child learns to form their own opinions, seek the truth, and see the world through God's lens? At Liberty Classical Academy, love of God and country is not controversial. They teach the foundational principles of Western civilization, including the U.S. Constitution. They're raising up the next generation of responsible citizens this country needs. Discover how your child can begin a life that inspires at Liberty Classical Academy. Schedule a tour today or attend an open house. Search for Liberty Classical Academy.
2: Be kind, and you could win $5,000 or a new roof for your home from Estate Claim Services, GAF, and the Salvation Army. Visit our fan club page to see the daily acts of kindness and enter to win. Then on April 17th, you could be awarded a new roof for your home and $5,000. Plus, have another five grand to donate to a deserving organization in your name. The Kindness Challenge from Estate Claim Services, GAF, and the Salvation Army. Details at AM1280ThePatriot.com.
4: Tom
8: Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I invite you to join me for a remarkable travel opportunity that will change your life forever. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to the Holy Land, Israel, this October. It's the Stand With Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. We'll take you to key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you unprecedented access to a region you've likely only read about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical locations and show you Israel's significance on the world stage, past, present, and future. Step foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem. We'll sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and so much more. We'll have guides for our group, lavish food, and luxurious accommodations. No other trip will be like this one. Come with Dennis and me this October. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com.
4: What is dedication? People ask, how your children learn how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I just created an environment where they taught themselves, and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
6: Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here to take your calls at 651 289 4488. You can also uh, weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARNSHOW. That's hashtag NARNSHOW for comments or questions. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. And hey, don't forget, uh, we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. As I mentioned earlier, Gary from Warroad has checked in saying hello, as has our good friend Wild Wilson from down in Texas. Good to hear from you, as always, Wild, and thanks for tuning in. Again, go to Facebook.com, do a search for Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give our our page a like and a follow if you haven't done so already. And feel free to comment on the live stream. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Continuing uh, the discussion about uh, Donald Trump whipping up his supporters, thinking he's giving them the impression he may be arrested on Tuesday. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, And then he started to turn his invective toward Ron DeSantis, so uh, he put out a statement saying, "Now that Ron DeSantis is finally admitting he's in the race by beginning to fight back, and now that his polls have crashed, so he has no other choice." Let me explain the facts. He is for a Republican, an average governor. He got one point two million dollar one point two million less votes in Florida than me. Which, if you if uh, you're just going by raw numbers, um, in 2020, 11 million people voted in Florida in the presidential election year, whereas 2022, about 7.8 million voted. Trump got 52% of the vote in 2020. Ron DeSantis almost 60%. You got $1.2 million 1.2 million more votes because there was about 3.8 million people more that voted. But uh, Trump just relies on his supporters to just... just regurgitate his chanting points and he's probably not wrong there uh desantis fought for massive cuts in social security and medicare lie and wanted social security minimum age to be raised to 70 years old or more lie he is a disciple of paul ryan lie and did whatever ryan told him to do florida has been successful for many years long before i put ron there another lie it's amazing what ocean and sunshine will do. Surprise, Ron was a big lockdown governor on the China virus. Oh, my gosh, do we have some receipts on that? The, you talk about the big lie. That is uh, the whopper of all of them. Uh, Ron sealed all beaches and everything for an extended period of time. Yeah, that's why that uh, guy dressed as the Grim Reaper was walking around these beaches that had people on them, saying that people are going to die. Good one there. Oh boy. I'm not going to go through this whole statement because it's just filled with lies as Trump is wont to do. And he's talking about how Florida, as far as crime rate in some of the big cities and whatnot, is now worse than New York. Then why did you leave New York to move permanently to Florida? If Florida's so bad, why has Trump lived there? Why did he relocate there permanently? I it's it, just amazing to be. Well, we got the receipts. You want to um Again, uh, this is uh, several sound clips that were compiled. Uh, account called Khaled in Free on Twitter. Uh, terrific job compiling all these sound clips. There are the receipts. So Ron DeSantis wanted to keep Florida locked down, huh? Uh, Spencer, if you just want to uh, run, start running some of these clips, we'll get to them uh, as many as we can. Uh, here is Trump acknowledging that DeSantis was opening schools before anyone else. Got number two.
8: As many schools and school districts are closing across the country, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has not ruled out uh, closing or opening up schools in May, um, saying that many kids um, are not vulnerable to this disease. Do you agree with that assessment? And do you believe that schools, would you recommend that schools um, open up uh, and to those states that have
4: Well, I have a lot of confidence in Ron DeSantis, a lot of faith in Ron DeSantis to make the right decision. He's doing a great job as governor. Really, Uh, Ron DeSantis, I I had read where he's thinking about opening up the schools earlier than the date, the end of the month. Uh, I'd have to look at the numbers. But again, you know, I like to allow governors. As
6: many. Okay. Well, so Trump was at least right about that part. He allowed governors to do what they did in Florida, obviously has had some of the largest economic success, most proper economic times. And oh, by the way, did you see the map after the 2022 elections? It was a red parking lot where he won Miami-Dade where Republicans don't win. And oh yeah, his his handling of the hurricane, the aftermath of the hurricane, amazing what competent governance will do where he just put his head down and got to rebuilding the state as quickly as possible. So uh, here is Trump... uh, in Ocala, Florida on October 2020 during the uh, presidential election year uh, talking to Floridians. This is the next cut.
4: And they went up and they went down and now you're at your lowest numbers and you're open and you didn't close and then you didn't close. Really? You didn't close. I thought he kept it I thought thought he kept
6: it closed closed for a long time. It's
4: just amazing, right? It's great. What? So we're joined today by... One of the greatest governors in our country, greatest governors in our country, greatest governors in our country, greatest governors in our country. And I know a lot of good ones, and I can tell you there's some really bad ones, too. But this is a great one. Governor Ron DeSantis.
6: OK, let's, uh, let's stop right there. Let's uh, quick go down to the next one. Here is in October of 2020. Again, his presidential campaign. Trump in Erie, Pennsylvania.
4: Even open yet. What the hell is going on with your state? You know, Florida's open, all this. Florida had a surge, great governor, surge, went down.
6: Okay, and uh, let's go to the next clip. Trump gives an acknowledgement that, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I did close the economy.
4: The greatest economy in the history of our country. And then we had to close it up. When the China plague came in, we, did close closed we close it up? it up, we close 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 it up,
6: we Okay, so kinda of having a little fun with the president's own words there. So uh let's see, We only have about a minute left. So here's Trump conveying how much he wanted spas, salons, barbershops, and tattoo parlors to remain closed. And uh, he and I think he invokes Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, who also opened his state earlier than a lot of other states. So let's go to this next one.
7: Was there a change uh, in your of the message? I
4: didn't like the fact that he's leaving certain things. I want the states to open more than he does, much more than he does. But I didn't like to see spas at this early stage, nor did the doctors. Is that a correct statement, Deborah? I didn't like to see spas opening, Doctor frankly. I didn't mm-hmm. like to see a lot of things happening. And I wasn't happy with it, and I wasn't happy with Brian Kemp. I wasn't real happy, but I wasn't happy with Brian Kemp. Really? Spas, beauty parlors, tattoo parlors. Uh, no, uh, that's... that. Are and by know, the way, see? I want them to open. Well, Excuse me. Excuse me. I want them to open, and I want them to open as soon as possible. And I want the state to open. But I wasn't happy with Brian Kemp. I will tell you that right now. Yeah, go ahead. But I want people to be safe. And I want the people in Georgia to be safe. And I don't want this thing to flare up because you're deciding to do something that is not in the guidelines. And I went to Deborah and Dr. Fauci and other people. And they weren't thrilled.
6: Okay. Well, you know what? To be fair, Trump had animosity toward Brian Kemp because three months before the pandemic took place, uh, Georgia Senator Johnny Isaacson resigned and— can't, or, uh, President Trump wanted Brian Kemp to appoint Doug Collins as Isaacson's replacement. And instead, Brian Kemp appointed Kelly Leffler. And that angered Trump. That showed disloyalty. So to be fair to Trump here, uh, he isn't really coming at this from a scientific method as much as he didn't like Brian Kemp. Why are we playing this song again? Anyways, uh, Mark in St. Louis Park, you're on line one. Mark, if you can hold during the break, I promise we'll uh, get to your call when we come back. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, the closer, are back with another segment on the broadcast. You know where.
5: You want to feel important? You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters that can help change things. You want to feel like you belong? We felt that way, too. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Rossman from Chisholm, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station are you sick of struggling with back pain do you find yourself having to sit down after standing for too long are you unable to take long car rides bulging discs don't just cause back pain if you have chronic back pain radiating pain numbness or tingling in your legs or arms you may have a bad disc or a pinched nerve abundant life chiropractic health center can help you get your life back The team at Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center provides top-of-the-line, cutting-edge health care from beginning to end. They've helped hundreds of patients with bulge discs, degenerative discs, pinched nerves, and they can help you, too. Get back to the life you had before the pain. Call 952-300-8338 and meet with a team of doctors that will develop a customized treatment plan to end your pain for good. Call 952-300-8338 and ask for the $49 spine and nerve evaluation. This includes a personal consultation, exam, x-rays, and of findings. End your pain now. Call 952-300-8338.
3: Texting
1: privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply or play. STOP Stopped opt stop. out. Visit a website for financing details. Windowappointmentnow.com. Attention all homeowners. Do you know when to replace your windows? Feeling too hot or cold? It's time to replace. Fog between the glass. Time to replace. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. If you've put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive, here's great news. You can now get a free in-home window consultation and free Free price quote from Renewal by Anderson, the company with the most five-star reviews among leading full-service window replacement companies. And right now, you can buy one and get one 40% off. Just text EXTRA to 200-300 for your free consultation on top-quality affordable windows or patio doors, all with super affordable financing options. Text EXTRA to 200-300 right now to buy one and get one 40% off. But hurry, these big-dollar savings won't last long. Text the word EXTRA to 200-300. Don't wait. Text EXTRA to 200
2: Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today.
6: Hey, welcome back. I am 1280 the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so always for tuning in. 651 289 4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And don't forget our live stream is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so you can check us out there as well. Leave a comment or question. Uh, is Mark still with us on line one? Okay, Mark, St. Louis Park. Mark, I appreciate your patience, sir. Go ahead. Uh, it's amazing I didn't hang up after that intro. I <laughs> 15 minutes of intro on Trump. Well, the reason I'm calling is, as
1: you know, I've called before, and I think Donald Trump's the greatest president at a minimum of my lifetime. All the accomplishments he got done internationally, domestically, judges, et cetera, et cetera, despite the virus, despite the fake Russia collusion hoax, it's mind-boggling what he got done. But I'll just say, just Ron DeSantis, great governor, great policy, zero charisma. And his response on Stormy Daniels should have been, in my opinion, quite frankly, Piers, I don't think it's any of the government's business on what consenting adults do in their spare time. And that includes having sex. He answered it totally wrong. Very disappointed in um, DeSantis. And I'll I'll hang up And um, if you want to comment on that. But very disappointing in his answer.
6: Yeah, I appreciate the call, Mark. Yeah, uh, I think Trump's a crazed loser. I, I'm just, I'm just going to go guns a blazing here. I, I'm done with him. I, 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 get, I get where you stand on on Trump, and that's fine. Um, but like I say, throw away all of that. The fact that he kicked away the Senate majority uh, and couldn't accept the fact that he lost, he's a loser. He is a loser. He has never gotten more votes in a Democrat than a Democrat in his electoral history. And Ron DeSantis turned Florida into a red parking lot. i I'll be frank, I don't give a crap about charisma. The guy got almost sixty percent of the vote in his gubernatorial reelection in a season where Trump's handpicked candidates lost in winnable races in Arizona, in Georgia and Nevada and Pennsylvania. all very winnable races. And all of Trump's hand-picked candidates lost. So charisma means bupkis to me. Sorry, Mark, you're you're a great caller. I always appreciate you calling in. We're going to disagree on this. And you can call in every week and tell me how you think Trump was the greatest president in your lifetime. That's fine. You're entitled to that. And I respect anybody who says, look, in the GOP presidential race, I'm a Trump guy over DeSantis. That's fine. But if Trump loses— the GOP nomination, well, number one, he won't accept the results and his performative leg humpers are going to be out protesting in the streets saying it was rigged because they're just going to parrot Trump's chanting points with zero evidence that the GOP primary process was rigged if he lose. And then, you know, are, are you telling me you're not going to vote for DeSantis? I'm just I'm not saying you, Mark. I'm saying people in general. You're going to tell me you're not going to vote for DeSantis if he's the GOP nominee or Okay, because if you are only Trump, you are no better than the never Trumpers that you're const- constantly maligning. I'm just going to say that right now. So if all we're stuck on is well, this guy's not charismatic enough. I'm sorry, we're 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 an amateur hour. If that's the only re- if that's the reason we're not supporting a guy, I I'm I guess I'm different. I go by someone's record and Desantis' record. In the words of Donald Trump, when. Trump thought he was fully loyal, was solid. But now that he's not loyal, uh, Trump goes unhinged more than usual and goes after him. I mean, the guy's unstable. Trump is unstable, okay? And again, leaving aside everything I just said, he can only get one term. That's where DeSantis has the advantage. Well, DeSantis is not only much, much younger, but he could serve potentially two terms. Trump, no matter what, if he would be the president again, and he's not going to be if Trump's the nominee in 2024, Republicans will lose everything. And I, I can't support someone who's going to put us in a position to lose everything. So uh, again, appreciate the call, Mark. Let's move on to other things. Uh, Interesting little uh, clips leaked from a PBS special uh, that was filmed in early 2021 when the vaccines for COVID first started to come out. Uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, along with, Washington D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser were going door to door, trying to get people, encourage people to get the COVID vaccine. And I've been on the record saying that in when I had the opportunity in the spring of 2021, once all of the people who were prioritized, i.e., those you know, our elderly, our frontline workers. Are immunocompromised. Once all of those individuals got their shots, I was willing to then get in line and get my shot, and I did. I got my first shot in April of 2021. My second shot in May of 2021, and then I got boosted at the end of 2021. And then when we found out some of the things that are questionable about these vaccines, uh, I haven't gotten another one. Okay, but initially, this w- the initial vaccine the. the Vaccines, when they first came out in 2021, were effective against the initial strain of COVID. Well, now that we've had additional strains and they've mutated, they may become have become more contagious, but they're not as deadly. And that is evidenced by the fact hospitalizations are way down and deaths are way down, despite the fact we've had surges where there have been a good number of infections. But the hospitalization rate, ICU bed usage, and death rate has been down significantly. And for that, we should be grateful. But going back to 2021, there were still people who were saying, well, you know, there are legitimate questions about this vaccine. You know, I mean, this was fast-tracked, and you got to understand why we're hesitant, because previous vaccines, it was years. Now you're telling me in less than a year? We've got something that is going to stem the tide of this virus? So here are some uh, interesting clips. And again, this is... uh, Washington DC mayor Muriel Bowser and dr Anthony fauci uh, encountering some individuals uh, going to their homes trying to encourage them to get the the vaccine this this is amazing and the fact that uh, PBS uh, aired this PBS isn't exactly a uh, it isn't well it isn't Fox News Channel to to be sure and the fact that they were willing to air something like this that kind of put some of their preferred politicos and people that held their same worldview in an unfavorable light. Um, kudos, I guess. So this is uh, where are we at now, Spencer? Cut number three. So here's Dr. Fauci and Mayor, and Mayor Bowser talking to a male uh, resident uh, about the vaccine. And listen to some of the concerns that he expresses and how they try to answer some of his concerns. Cut number three.
4: And how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year about 20 to 30,000. You know, how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans.
9: Well, you, well that well the, the number that you all giving that died, that's that, once again that's you all's number. You going to us. Yeah, definitely. So right. Cuz when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that.
0: Something, yeah. else, something, I, else something, yeah, something else, something else going right. on. It is something going on You're right, but here. I'm glad millions of people like me and almost everybody here didn't get an did You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. What? But that, I, I will not
6: keep okay, doing it anymore. It's okay, because my, for, my, uh, my, my, my campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in
9: people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's a fear. It's fear, this pandemic. That's all it is.
6: Uh... And poor Dr. Fauci gets back in the vehicle, puts hand sanitizer on, and looks all forlorn because he was basically walked away with his tail tucked between his legs. Uh, You you know, Dr. Fauci says, you know how many people died with with COVID? Over 600,000. Well, okay, but later on, when he was pressed on that, probably one of the myriad interviews he did later that year, he was forced to give a clarification. Okay, okay, there's a difference between dying of COVID and dying with COVID. Because if a kid goes into, uh, if, you know, if anybody goes in with some sort of ailment, a broken leg, a busted arm and whatnot, and they've got COVID, you know, a COVID case is locked. You know, and there's always the issue of comorbidities. Okay, and that's underplayed. And people saying, well, wait a minute. I've I've always been a very healthy individual, and the people who are most vulnerable are, are elderly, immunocompromised. You know, this is old territory that we've been covering, and it's like, okay, your number six hundred thousand died of COVID. Did you know? Would they have survived? Were it not for them getting COVID? How? What, what's that number? You know, what's the number that died just solely because of the virus? You know, and. Uh, it's amazing how they uh, they they're hitting back at old oh, misinformation. Yeah, that conservative mecca that is Washington D.C. A lot of MAGAites running around there, aren't there? And it's also amazing where uh, Mayor Bowser touts the fact that you know she's fully vaccinated. Hey, we're all healthy. We all chose to look out for our own health and are fully vaccinated. But, hey, you do you? Kind of being kind of being condescending to the guy. And meanwhile, some of Mayor Bowser's lackeys that were walking along with her were wearing masks. What kind of signal does that send if you're saying, hey, the vaccine, you're, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID? But yet your lackeys are wearing masks. What kind of message does that send? How are you going to get people to take the vaccine if that's a message you're sending? So it's just a lot, definitely a lot of uh, mixed signals there early, uh, early on. And, again, this was one of my biggest frustrations of the pandemic is how so many people got things wrong and weren't taken weren't taking responsibility for it. They just gaslight you as if they didn't say it in the first place. So um, let's see, I'm going to skip over cut number four. This is cut number five. Uh, as they were going door to door, Dr. Fauci and Mayor Bowser were having kind of a candid conversation off to the side as people, as they were going door to door, listen to Dr. Fauci talking about uh, or answering Mayor Bowser's concerns about those other states that aren't doing what they should be doing, i.e. the red states. So cut number five.
3: What are we going to do about those other states? Oh, my God.
4: They're going to keep the a- a- outbreak smoldering in the country. It's so crazy. I mean, okay. th- they're not doing it because they say they don't want to do it. They're Republicans. They don't like to be told what to do.
0: Right. And we've got to break that, you know, unpack that.
6: So, uh, Dr. Fauci actually showing his disdain for, you know, for quote-unquote Republicans and republic quote-unquote Republican states, red states. The fact of the matter is, if you look at the numbers, the states with the most draconian lockdowns, like New Jersey and like New York and like California, had some of the highest death rates. Okay, whereas Florida and Georgia, that relaxed their restrictions earliest, there was the, the case rates, death rates, what have you, barely indistinguishable. Because guess what, as Governor Kemp of Georgia and Governor DeSantis said, our mindset is we trust the people to make the best possible decisions about their health. I mean, Governor Kemp was one of the first to open his state in like early April. You know, you heard that sound clip from Trump in the uh, in the previous segment where he was very uh, where he disagreed vehemently with Governor Kemp opening salons and tattoo parlors and bowling alleys. Well, Governor Kemp, when he did that, he said, "Look." We entrust you to do the right thing here. You know, be judicious. If you know, wear maybe wear a mask, okay? Because it's not a cure all, but it's a mitigating factor. Wear a mask. We entrust you with your health, but I, I hate to tell you if if case rates and, and, and hospitalizations and death rates start to tar, start to spike, you know, we may have to think seriously about curtailing some of these openings. And guess what? Brian Kemp did not experiment in human sacrifice like the Atlantic said he was doing. Bodies weren't piling up like cords of wood in metro Atlanta, like some other people were saying. And so that was the appropriate response, to trust the people with their health, to give them the information saying, hey, here's what we're dealing with, okay? But if you're in one of these categories, elderly comorbidities, you should probably take extra precautions. But if you're a healthy individual... Okay, you still need to be cautious, you need not be reckless, but here's what we're going to do. And guess what? Brian Kemp easily won re-election in 2022. Ron DeSantis easily won re-election in 2022. The most successful Republicans in 2022 were those that ignored Trump's bluster. So there's a tip for you. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, the Closer, coming back with one final segment this hour. Go Nowhere.
2: AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
7: Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate Conception School.
9: Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free
1: information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252.
6: Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. One final segment of this hour 651 289 4488 is the number to call. And you can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARNSHOW. That's hashtag N A R N SHOW for comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, this is from the St. Cloud Times this past week. Uh, talking about how Representative Lee Finke, she is a uh, state representative representing one of the areas of St. Paul, was one of USA Today's Women of the Year, despite the fact that she is a biological male, uh, a recognition of women who have made significant impact in their communities and across the country. The program launched in 2022 is a continuation of of Women of the Century, which commemorated the 100th anniversary of women gaining the right to vote. So apparently, Lee Finke in this state, I don't know if they did one for each state or, or what have you, but she was voted Woman of the Year, again, despite being a biological male. Uh, I, you know, I got to wondering about this. It was literally less than a year after... Bruce Jenner announced that he was, for all intents and purposes, a woman, and then transitioned to being Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, now don't come at me for the misgender. I was talking about the former guy, Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner was a he. Caitlyn Jenner is a she. Okay, or a she. All right. So don't don't come at me with the misgendering garbage. You Don't want to hear it. But I was thinking about this. Is like when. Uh, then Bruce Jenner came out and announced that he was, for all intents and purposes, a woman. And then literally within months after making this public declaration, I got to thinking, it's like, what? what is this with new, newly minted women being voted Woman of the Year, despite the fact they're nearly biological male? And when you know it, Just a couple of days ago, the the Federalist.com came out with a piece entitled, Uh, You've Probably Never Been Woman of the Year, But These Men Have. Uh, After naming Richard slash Rachel Levine, a man who parades around in ladyface, as 2022 Women of the Year, USA Today is back to remind us that it doesn't know or doesn't care what a woman is. Earlier this week, the outlet released It's list of 2023 honorees, and the name getting the most attention is that of Minnesota State Representative Lee Finke, a pink-haired man who dresses like a woman and has been in office for less than 12 weeks. Nothing says we respect women like elbowing them out of their own awards to laud a man who makes a mockery of womanhood. Finke isn't the only man co-opting the woman of the year pedestal. Here are eight other men who have displaced women at their own game, of course, Rachel Levine, who is currently serving uh, in the Biden administration. I forget what her uh, official title is. Uh, Laverne, uh, Laverne Cox, who is uh, who got the award from Glamour following uh, the June 2014 Time magazine cover, a glowing profile that openly discussed the trans lobby attempt to co-opt the gay rights movement and boasted about, quote, fixing nature's mistake, close quote. I mean, you can look this up at com. I don't have a lot of time to get into this. But one of the things that I wonder about is where are the radical feminists in all of this? Remember their big movement that started a little more than a half century ago? And how their mindset was, look, men don't understand the unique challenges women have. We have our own unique identity and challenges. We're not just our... Husbands, wives, or whatever, okay? We're getting to the point where we can get out there and have our own career and be successful on our own. And, you know, that's a very righteous cause, no doubt about it, and very powerful cause. And today, women are in roles that would have been unthinkable a half a century ago. So we were told back then that we can't understand the unique challenges that they face. But you fast forward 50 years, all of a sudden, not only can we understand the unique challenges, not only can men understand it, they go beyond that. They can become them. So where are the radical feminists in all this? And I get it. They're all part of the same tribe, far-left progressives, and they all probably vote the same, radical feminists and the LGBTQIA plus community. So for the sake of getting the preferred elected officials into office you're just going to sit idly by and let these men run roughshod over you and become you what happened to half a century ago where we're not going to submit to the patriarchy well apparently the patriarchy has prevailed because they can now become women so uh I, i i i guess i'm disappointed Never thought I'd say this. Disappointing the radical feminists for not stepping up and making their voices heard again. It seems like the movement's gone backwards. And it's a shame. It it truly is a shame. Uh, Dan on line one. Dan, apologize. Didn't have time to get to you. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere.
1: Epiphany Catholic School strives to grow your student's heart and mind. To give students an education grounded in faith, knowledge, and virtue. Although educational styles change, the vision of faith-infused education never wavers. Epiphany is committed to forming students into saints and citizens for this world and the next. Epiphany Catholic School is located in Coon Rapids, serving students from pre-K through 8th grade. For
5: more information,
1: visit epiphanyschoolmn.org.
5: That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
2: The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today, and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 7.30.
8: When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do.
1: I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with.
6: Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy adoption as well as post-abortion assistance if you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of pro-life across america please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web pro across pro-life across america is educational non-political and tax deductible
0: Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. AM 12